Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Soul Purpose Podcast with Keisha Delva. So today I want to talk about something that comes up quite a bit in business, which is the importance of developing a strong why. Your why, your reason for doing this, the thing that's really supposed to motivate you and keep you going throughout difficult times in your business, right? Often when we're on the verge of wanting to give up, if we're having a particularly rough day or a rough season, our why, our reason for doing this is usually the thing that we lean on in order to keep going, to not throw in the towel, right? So having a strong why is clearly really important. And chances are you already have that. You have a reason why. You have a reason for doing what you're doing. And this why is sustaining you, right? But something I feel doesn't get talked about as much is how sometimes your why really isn't enough to get you to take action when it's really important that you be taking action because and I'm sure you've experienced this firsthand when we're in this kind of energy where we're afraid when we're being lazy when we're procrastinating when we're not wanting to do the really important actions in our business that we know are necessary to move the needle forward or generate income or be consistent or any of those things the why isn't always enough Have you noticed that? Like, you know what your why is. You know that it's super important for you to do these things in your business on a day-to-day basis. But knowing all of that, sometimes that's still not enough for you to take action. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit and at least share what has helped me in terms of being able to show up regardless of how I feel or regardless of, you know, all the things that may try to get in my way or pull me back, like bad habits, procrastination, and fear. And maybe you will find that this will be of service to you as well so that you start being a hell of a lot more consistent in the way that you're showing up. Now, your reason why is really effective because it's usually some really huge, lofty, really impactful, significant, lifelong achievement kind of thing. Like, it's really important for me to be successful because I want to be able to, you know, provide my mom with long-term care in her old age or get her a new house or it's really important for me to be successful because I want you know, time freedom and financial freedom. And I want to be able to do the things that I want to do when I want to do them or, you know, whatever your why is, because the why is really personal and unique to every individual. That big reason why continues to give us something to aspire to. So it works in those dire moments when we're considering giving up or we're asking ourselves, why the fuck did I decide to get into this? Was I crazy or what kind of moments? But on a day-to-day basis, the why sometimes, that huge reason why, it can feel so far away and it can feel so elusive 
that it's not enough to motivate us and stimulate us in the present moment. Like if I am about to get on a call with someone that scares me, you know, like, oh, I have a sales call or I have to talk to somebody about something where I need their help and I'm not sure they're going to say yes. Or, you know, those are just examples. But whenever we're in a situation where we have to take action and we are terrified of taking action for one reason or another, that big lofty far away why doesn't feel real in the present moment and for everyone it's not going to be enough to get you to pick up the phone or talk to this person or go on video or whatever it is that you're having a challenging time with in your business you're also not that future self yet well you actually are your future self but you don't believe that you're that future self yet that future self that has accomplished your major why and has revolutionized the world and has started movements and has made millions you're not that person yet right in your belief system you are not that person because if you truly believed you already were that person then these actions that you are having a hard time doing that wouldn't be the case like your future self doesn't have a problem making certain calls your future self doesn't have a problem with making certain investments right so there's a disconnect there you do not fully believe or see yourself as that future person which is why you don't yet have the things that your future self would have So how do you get to the point where you're able to really get into the energy of your future self so you can start to take the actions that your future self would be taking? Because I think that that's really what it boils down to. The reason why certain people are able to take action in spite of fear is because for that moment, and really all you need is the the ability to be able to do this for Um, a few seconds or a few minutes at a time, they're able to get into the energy of their future self. They are able to almost transcend their current circumstances, their current programming, their current belief system, even if only for a very short period of time, in order to do that difficult thing, in order to do the hard things that maybe their present self would be too terrified to do or too unmotivated to do. So we have to remember here that all action or all lack of action comes from the root of some kind of belief that you have about yourself. Because you believe XYZ about yourself, that's why you take XYZ actions right or because you believe xyz about yourself that's why you don't take xyz actions so the first part of this is understanding that every action or lack thereof stems from a belief that you have and more often than not that belief you have about yourself exists on an unconscious level as in you don't even know necessarily that you have this belief about yourself and this is where it gets tricky because there are some times where we really can't understand what our quote unquote problem is right like ah, i know what i'm supposed to be doing but why is it so hard for me to do it right so if you've ever felt like that The chances are, the likelihood is that there is some unconscious belief that you have about yourself that makes taking that necessary action futile. 
If you don't believe that the action that you're taking is going to lead to the result that you want, why would you be motivated to do it? Right. And this is where a lot of um, fear kicks in for a lot of people, because on the deep down level, they don't believe that if they pick up the phone or talk to this person or do a live or launch a program or whatever it is, they don't believe that that's going to result in a positive outcome. So then it would seem to me (laughs) that the key to this is training yourself to believe that the actions that you're taking are going to end in a positive result for you. And it has to be specific to you because you might believe that the next person who does the same things that you need to do can do them and it will be a hit for them, but you don't necessarily believe that for yourself, right? So it's not about the actions that you're taking. It's about the fact that there's a disconnect there where you don't believe that you can do the same actions that many other people have done before you and end up being successful too. So a couple of reasons why we don't feel like are taking these certain actions are going to work for us when it has clearly worked for who knows how many people before us, right? So on some level, you may believe that there's something wrong with you in particular. Some of us have a deeply ingrained fear or belief about ourselves that we are in some way, shape or form defective in some way. And this can show up in a lot of ways. I might feel like I'm defective because on a really deep, deep level and again we might not even be conscious of this I might feel like I'm not worth being loved right and if I don't feel like I'm worth being loved then I definitely I'm not going to believe that other people are going to listen to me or think that I have something of value to offer the world or the marketplace so why would I show up and present myself to these people right so that's just one example If you're having a hard time showing up for your business and doing the consistent things, I encourage you to journal about this. Is there a part of me? Actually, I I wouldn't even, I don't want to make it a yes or no question because I think open questions are so much more effective. And I also think open questions are so much more true. It's not a matter of whether or not you believe that there's a part of you that's defective because I think we all exist on a spectrum. I don't think it's a matter of yes or no. I believe this. I think because of the fact that we are humans living in a human world, um, we're bound to have certain experiences that cause us to question our value, that causes us to question our lovability. So I was going to ask that you spend some time journaling saying, asking yourself, is there a part of me that feels defective or that there's something wrong with me? And that's why I'll never be successful. But instead, I encourage you to journal about where am I feeling defective or unlovable instead? Because I think that that's a lot more honest. Um, And again, I think that this is something that we all have. Some of us on a huge, in a huge way. Some of us, it's more minimal. Um, But I think it's there for every human. So where are you feeling defective? Like there's something wrong with you. Where is it that you are believing that if you take the same actions, um, and when I say the same actions, I mean the actions that are aligned for you and your soul purpose and your soul mission. If you do those things, what part of you still believes that you're not going to make it, that you don't have what it takes because you're not enough? 
a huge key to success, and I've heard really successful people say this again and again, is what helped them along their journey of success to where they are right now is that they believed that their success was inevitable. If you truly had the belief that your success was inevitable, you could show up and do what you needed to do. Now, you don't know how long you're going to have to take certain actions or how long you're going to have to be learning certain lessons. But if you truly believe that your success was inevitable, you would do the work for as long as it took until you received your desired outcome. So if you're not doing the work for as long as it takes, there's a part of you that believes that your actions are not going to lead to success. There's a part of you that still believes that your success is not inevitable. So I would start there. I would do some deep searching and work around what part of you doesn't believe that you that that doesn't believe that you have what it takes. Why don't you believe that you have what it takes? Um, because if you don't believe that you have what it takes, that means that you believe that the other people who have reached a certain level in their lives, that they have something that you don't, that they're somehow blessed in a way that you're not. Now, on a logical, rational level, we know that that's not true. No one's more special than another person. And we all have our own unique gifts and talents, right? So maybe there is someone who's better at something than you are, but there are also many things that you are highly skilled at that the next person doesn't have, which is why we all have the potential to succeed. So I would start by exploring that. Um, because until you really get to this place where you really believe in yourself at that level of like, yes, of course, my actions are going to lead to a successful outcome because my success is inevitable. You're going to find that you continue to battle with yourself. And again, a lot of this is unconscious. Your conscious self, you know, knows what you need to do. Your conscious self might even believe in your success and really loves yourself. But that unconscious self, the part of you that um, kind of like doesn't know what you don't know about yourself that part of you might not be on board. So it's kind of like a tug of war between yourself in a lot of ways. And this is why, you know, subconscious reprogramming and shadow work and all of these things are super important because it shines a light on the aspects of ourself that we didn't necessarily know were there that have um, caused us to kind of self-sabotage or caused us to attract Maybe certain things into our lives that are not helpful to us and aren't really serving us and are really holding us back from the things that we want the most. Another really common thing that tends to come up, this kind of deeply ingrained kind of primitive fear response that we have, our survival mechanism will often kick in anytime we're about to do something that's outside of our comfort zone. And this is why so many people express the fact that when they have to be on video or do public speaking or anything like that, whatever it might be for you, um, we all have our things that we're uncomfortable with and we all have our things that we're that are like a cakewalk for us. But this fear response, this survival mechanism can sometimes kick in that makes you feel like you're going to die if you do certain things, right? So if in my body, I literally am having a physiological response like I'm about to die, then it's going to be really fucking hard for me to move forward in that moment and take the actions that I need to take, right? And for some people, it's not as simple as, well, just feel the fear and do it anyway. Because depending on how 
deep that trauma response goes for you, that might not be something that you can try to push through. And in fact, for some people, I would advise that you don't try to push through that because there's a reason why this this response is coming up in your body, right? And you may be aware of that. You may be aware of certain past events that have happened in your life that were very traumatic to you. And so now being in certain situations kind of triggers those um, memories. It kind of triggers that trauma response in your body. And you go into this this almost panic mode, Um where you re- you literally feel like you're going to die. Your heart's racing. You might start sweating and like thinking all of these thoughts, mind racing. You can't really control it. Um, so for, if that's the case for you, if your inability to take action is really stemming from some sort of um, really extreme trauma response in your body where you literally don't feel safe, you literally feel like something bad is going to happen, you're going to die or something like that, I highly recommend working with a professional to address those kinds of things. And I think that this is really important here because, you know, in society in general, there's such a huge stigma around seeking support for the things that we really need support in. But if this is really getting in the way of you showing up and you being able to do the things that you need to do to earn a living in your business, right? (laughs) And sometimes it really is that important where we know we need to do certain things to make money, but because we're so afraid, we're still not doing those things, which means we're really putting ourselves at risk of not being able to provide for ourselves and our families. If that's the case, you need to hire a professional to work with you to address those things. And I invite you to reach out to me even to see if um, we would be a good fit to work together through coaching because having that support with someone who understands what's happening, someone who has the training and experience and the knowledge like I do, like I'm a mental health therapist, I'm a licensed therapist. So I understand all of this is extremely well. But working on that could be the difference between you not experiencing success in your business and life and you having everything you've ever wanted. So we really have to question whether or not it's really worth it for us to try to push through and try to do things on our own. When if we were to just open up and receive the support that we need and the tools that we need, we could be able to do the things that we need to do to be successful in business and and really have a healthy life on a holistic basis because every area of your life affects every other area, right? So if showing up in business is challenging for you, I know it's affecting your finances. If your finances are being affected, I know it's affecting your mental health. If your mental health is being affected, I know that's affecting your relationships. So one thing affects the other. So we really need to be um, mindful and make really intelligent decisions about how we're going to support ourselves in order to get the outcome that we desire. So for some of you listening, this is going to be a relatively short process of you taking some time to journal, taking some time to meditate, taking some time to pray, you know, asking God, source, spirit to reveal to you certain things about yourself that maybe you don't see as far as why it's hard for you to take action despite knowing how important it is that you take action how crucial it is that you take action ask for guidance on that um and for some for some of you those answers are going to be revealed to you fairly soon you know it all depends on what we're ready to see of course what we're ready to receive but for some of you you're in a place where you're ready to receive more awareness about yourself you're ready to Get those answers that maybe previously you blinded yourself to to protect yourself from, right? Because you weren't ready to, to hear it or see it. 
Um, so for some of you, that's those answers are going to come relatively quickly when you really start challenging. Yeah. Why? What is it about me that I feel like I'm not um, good enough? Why? Why is that? And where did where did that come from? Right. Because no, none of us are born feeling like there's something wrong with us and that we're defective. So if we believe that on some level, it it started somewhere. Right. And you don't necessarily have to pinpoint the exact moment in your life where this happened, although many of us do have these pivotal moments that have happened, these memories that we can recall very clearly of where we started to doubt ourselves or see ourselves as unlovable. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. That doesn't really matter. The point is to understand that this is something that originated outside of you. And if it originated outside of you, then it's not your truth. I would highly recommend also, if you haven't already, looking into the book A Course in Miracles. Um, when I started to do like deeper spiritual work around some of my more deeply ingrained beliefs that were holding me back, I found this book to be really helpful. And it's a book that you really have to be ready for because I, I had it for a long time and I I occasionally would go back and listen to it here and there and it just like certain things were just still beyond me and I couldn't really quite grasp it so I'd kind of put it to the side and revisit it in a couple months so that's the kind of book that this is because it's just it's just so deep and it's full of so much spiritual truth that sometimes it's too much to handle right um but I would just invite you to to take a listen to it or read it and and see what stands out for you um likely certain things are going to make sense other things are going to seem like you're not really able to grasp it but I bring up A Course in Miracles because it really helped, started to help me to start to see myself as a divine being. And we are all divine beings, um, but we can also easily forget that we are divine beings because we're still having this human experience in a very human world. So it's good to remind yourself when you start to feel like, oh, I'm flawed, I'm not good enough, I'm defective, I'm not worthy. Remind yourself that you are a miracle, your existence is a miracle, and you are a divine being, which means you are automatically worthy of abundance. You are automatically worthy of joy. You are worthy of all the things that you want. Um, and really embodying this energy of divinity. <laughs> and that for me at least has been very healing for the parts of me that were feeling unworthy or defective or not good enough so that's just a recommendation for a book that might be helpful for you and as i say with anything you know try it on see how it feels if it doesn't resonate if it doesn't feel like a good fit then put it to the side but if you pick it up even if you just read a couple of sentences a day or listen to a few minutes a day um, allow that that knowledge and that spiritual truth to to kind of sink into your mind even if you don't fully understand everything that you're reading or you're not there yet because there will be a part in your growth where certain things that didn't make sense start to make sense and that's really cool so again for some of you this process is going to be a lot quicker for others who maybe need more deeper literal work around trauma feeling safe in your body again kind of reprogramming your central nervous system to not respond and not be so reactive in situations where it's really not warranted it's going to take a little bit longer but the key is to become aware of what your needs are so that you can get your needs met i think that's that's a really big part of this too is that 
if we're not doing the things that we need to do in our business, it's because on some level we don't feel supported in some way. It goes back to that whether or not you believe your success is inevitable, whether or not you believe if you take certain actions, it's going to lead to a positive outcome. And quite often, the difference between you doing those things or not is whether or not you have the support in place that you need, whether that's short-term support, long-term support, professional support, more casual support, support of hiring somebody um, to be a team member of yours, support in hiring a coach or a mentor or a healer of some kind to work on these things. Just, just start to notice all the ways that you try to push through things, the ways that you maybe believe that you have to do things on your own or maybe the places where you believe that things need to be hard or a struggle or painful in order for you to be able to transcend it. Just start to notice that that too because sometimes and I was talking to a client of mine about this recently it's like we we can make up a lot of drama where there doesn't need to be drama we can make up a lot of stories about what we think's going to happen when that's just so unnecessary and it really isn't serving us so if you're someone also who tends to make up a lot of drama and 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 seems to have to manufacture struggle or pain for yourself in order to work through it or or in order for you to um experience the positive outcome notice that too notice where you are making up this rule that you have to suffer before you can experience a positive result says who yeah and if this is a rule that you've been living by and playing by ask yourself is this really something that i want to continue to do is it really worth it when it comes to my ultimate big reason why that i'm working towards why i'm doing all of this in the first place Another thing that might be helpful for you is to really look at your reason why and see if you're actually connected with it on an emotional level. We're very good at staying in our heads quite often. So we can think about why something would be positive on a logical basis. Like, of course, it would be nice to make more money or of course, it would be nice to be able to move into a a nicer home or of course, it would be nice to help inspire other people to lead better lives or whatever it is. Yeah, it sounds nice. But are you emotionally connected to your why? Like, are you actually able to get into a state where you feel it in a heightened emotional state where you feel it in your body where you can we can get into a place where you actually feel like all of the things that you desire have already happened if you're not doing that that may also explain why your why doesn't seem to motivate you very much so i would encourage you to practice embodying this energy of your why like what would it feel like if you did have that money in your bank account what would it feel like if you were traveling to all these different countries and having all these speaking engagements what would it feel like if you were able to retire your parents like what would that feel like and how often are you actually revisiting this feeling on a day-to-day basis because everything that we're starting to learn about manifestation and quantum physics and all of these things science is proving to us that the more that we can get into the energy and emotion of the thing that we want as if it's already happened, 
the quicker we're able to draw it to us. So if your why isn't motivating you to take action on a day-to-day basis, I'm willing to bet it's because you're not getting into your body much. You're, you're probably really staying in your head about your goals. You're probably looking at your goals from a very masculine perspective of like achievement and productivity, but you're not nurturing your whys and your goals. You're not loving them. (laughs) You're not connecting to them from a place of sensuality and pleasure. And that's really important for manifesting the things that you want. It's also really important for you as a woman to be able to do that. Because the reason that we're often in our heads and always so logical and rational about things is because somewhere along the line, we learn that it wasn't safe to be in touch with our emotions. And so we run away from that as often as we possibly can. So something for you to consider is how emotionally connected you are to your why. And whether or not your why <laughs> is even something that you actually even want That's another thing. Sometimes we just pick what sounds nice or we just kind of pick the things that other people have picked because we think that, you know, this is some major thing that everybody should want to aspire to. Is your why really personal to you? Is your why like enough to get you like all juicy and wet and like, I'm sorry, I went there, but like as a woman, does it excite you? Does it entice you? Does it light you up? Or is it kind of like a boring, safe, predictable why that you feel like you should have um again might not be the case for you maybe your why is really juicy but i i'm i'm gonna say that if your why really was all that juicy and you were in your pleasure and connected in your body with it taking action wouldn't be a problem so either your why needs to be more authentic to who it is that you really are and what you truly want without judging yourself for it, without calling yourself like superficial or irresponsible or whatever the case might be for you. Or it is already really juicy and pleasurable and all these things, but you're not allowing yourself to actually fall in love with your why. You're not allowing yourself to be emotionally connected to it. And again, there might be some not believing you're ever going to fully have it, so you don't want to get too attached to it. But explore that a little bit and play with that a little bit and see how that can start to help you show up on a day-to-day basis. You may also want to see if whether or not you're not trying to take on too much at once. For example, sometimes it's a lot more tangible and realistic for us to look at our reason why in smaller chunks like if my ultimate reason why is to like become a world famous motivational speaker and author well there are a lot of mini whys that comprise that really huge long-term why so how can you start to make your why a little bit more digestible and a little bit more tangible on a day-to-day basis so maybe your what your long-term why is to be a motivational speaker and best-selling author but maybe your present day why is just to find Um, a platform within your community where you can start to show up and speak and maybe that can excite you maybe that can get your creative juices flowing and really help you to step into the energy of your future self too but you know in a more tangible way for where you are right now so there are just so many different ways of looking at the the reason why in business there are so many underlying factors at play when it comes to why we just can't seem to do the things that we need to do and if you're not careful it can really go into this place of beating yourself up and judging yourself for not being good enough or comparing yourself to other people 
who seem to, you know, be quote unquote better at certain things than you are. And I just want to remind you, like, it's not about you doing anything wrong. It's not about you judging yourself or blaming yourself because quite often these beliefs that we have about ourselves are so deeply ingrained that we're unconscious to them. And we've often been repressing these things within ourselves for so long um, that we don't even know how to deal with them. So let's refrain from self-judgment here and let's definitely refrain from comparing our journey to someone else's journey. I know we hear this all the time, you know, but we still we still have such a hard time grasping this and really taking this in that comparing yourself to someone else is so pointless. Like it doesn't matter how gifted someone is, how talented they are, how good they are at something, how much they seem to be showing up. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes in that person's life. And you also don't know what they had to do to develop themselves into the person that you're seeing today, right? So again, comparing yourself to what someone else is doing is silly. And it's just whenever we're comparing, well, a couple of things are happening. We're comparing because it's coming from a place of jealousy. We want what they want. We want to be able to show up in the world that the way that they're showing up in the world. And, you know, we hear it a lot in personal development. And I really think it's true. It's that if you are being triggered by someone because they're showing up in a way where you wish you could be doing that, that's because there's a part of you that knows that you're capable of it. And that's why you're being triggered. So if you're going to compare yourself, (laughs) really, really use comparison in a positive way and really use what someone else is doing to remind you of the fact that you're capable of it too otherwise you wouldn't even you wouldn't even care like it wouldn't be on your radar what this person over here is doing because you would not be in a place where you're you're desiring that for yourself because you'd be a completely different person if you're someone who also has a hard time with fear, like you notice fear really shows up for you quite a bit and it paralyzes you. In addition to everything I've already talked about in this episode, I would recommend you go back and listen to one of my earlier episodes um, called Make Fear Your Lover and Your Friend. I think that that episode is important to listen to because it really speaks to you being able to transmute your fear into pleasure transmuting something means it's kind of like changing shape it's changing form so desire and fear are two sides of the same coin we there's always going to be a part of us that fears the thing that we desire so as much as we desire success there's also a part of us that's afraid of it as much as we might desire more recognition and visibility there's a part of us that's afraid of it as much as we might desire more income and abundance there's a part of us that's afraid of it and we're afraid of it often because it's unknown to us if you've never had something before it makes sense that that unknown thing is going to be scary so the practice of learning how to transmute your fear and turn it into pleasure turn your fear into a game for yourself or a challenge is going to be really important really really important I think I'm going to devote an entire episode to this like how to transmute uncomfortable difficult feelings into pleasurable positive feelings so that you can use things like fear and discomfort as fuel for you to start taking action um that's what i do so and i find that to be super helpful so i'm going to speak on that about how you can actually take concrete steps to doing that in a future episode 
But yeah, recognizing that fear is nothing to be afraid of. Fear is quite often um, a sign that there's something that you desire that is now kind of closer to you as in it's closer to you than it was before the fear appeared. Um, So now now that you're closer to the thing that you desire, there's a part of you that's also afraid of it. So so recognize that. And, you know, the way that we interpret fear is really important to how we either use fear to serve us or allow fear to control us. So I'm going to go ahead and end the episode here. I feel like I've provided a lot of information, recommendations, exercises, journal prompts, guidance for you in this episode. So I don't want to I don't want to make it this big, long, overwhelming thing. And there are certainly um, things that I spoke to in this episode that I want to go back and or I want to move ahead in future episodes with expanding upon and things like that. But the main idea that I want you to have here is that in order for you to become that future self, the person who has the things that you want, you have to become really intelligent about and really wise about what tools you need to do that, what support you need to do that, what shifts need to happen on an unconscious level. Because until your unconscious self, your unconscious um desires that you might have to like self-sabotage so you can keep yourself small and keep yourself hidden and all of those things until you learn how to get your unconscious self on the same page as your conscious higher self you're going to continue to battle with yourself when it comes to taking action and I also want you to realize how much power you have here to be able to change the circumstances of your life if you're willing to sit with the discomfort long enough to learn how to use it to your advantage then you will become unstoppable. And once you lock into how exciting this all is, as opposed to always just focusing on what's scary about it, um, business will start to be a lot more fun for you too. Because imagine if every time fear came up instead of the automatic response you had to shrink and hide, what if you were like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. I'm so turned on. I, I can't wait to see how this unfolds, but I just know it's going to unfold in a way that's really going to be for my highest good. Like if you really felt like that every time the fear kicked in, imagine how different things would be for you. Well, I want you to know that this is something that you can practice and you can start to master your emotions, master your mindset and master your fear. If you would like my help on that, reach out to me about one-on-one coaching. Let's talk about the different offers that I have available And how I can help you get to a place where fear isn't something that's stopping you anymore. Fear becomes something that serves you. So feel free to reach out via DM on social media. Until next time, my loves, I just want you to know and remember, just know it, feel it deep in your soul and your bones that you were called to this dream and this vision for a reason, right? Because you are a divine being and you're meant to do amazing things in the world, As soon as you remember that and awaken to that, things will start to transform for you. So hold that truth near and dear to your heart and allow it to motivate you to move forward in times of fear, in times of discomfort, because as I said previously, the fear is nothing more than a sign that you're getting closer to the thing that you actually want. Until next time, my loves, take care and remember who the fuck you are.